0: This week on the Lords of Grantham podcast, we are talking Belgravia. We are recapping the entire season, going through our power rankings of all the characters, and just sharing our overall thoughts. Let's go.
1: You got to know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your And we're back. To discuss uh, Belgravia in full,
0: and for the first time in a long time, we are in the Lords of Grantham studio. What's going <laughs> on, Corey? Not much. Just happy to be doing this live. I think the last time we recorded live had to have been pre-pandemic, right? I think we recorded a Patreon
1: bonus episode about ranking the Star Wars movies,
0: <laughs> and also, the, also our Highclere Castle Gin episodes. Of that, that's true. And that's part, true. And, but a mainline episode, it's been a while. Since before the
1: crown, I believe,
0: okay. which is
1: started right around the pandemic. So, yeah,
0: our darkest times, the 2020 of the pandemic <laughs> season, <laughs> one of the crown
1: and all of our listeners were like, you're not taking the subject matter seriously. Right. But here
0: we are. Uh, we just took a
1: hike in yep. beautiful uh, the middle of Connecticut. And it was a
0: overcast day. The trail was kind of poorly marked, but we we're alive. Yeah. We're kicking <laughs> covered in, in uh, dry sweat now. But we're ready to talk about some Belgravia. But for the first
1: time in what seems like a long time, we got some news about our shows.
0: That's right, Dave. Guild Season 2 is happening. And it was announced in a circuitous way where on Instagram there was uh, a small video of a woman looking out a window with the comment, like, news coming soon. Uh-oh. And then the next day, October 29th, here's a minute-long teaser. And we have not yet
1: watched this teaser. We're going to watch it. And because we are at a crossroads, because we were under the assumption that we would be jumping into the Gilded Age on September eleventh, <laughs> in the middle of September, we are going to discuss the teaser next week, and we're going to formulate a plan for the time between September and October, mm-hmm. whether that be Downton Classics, Poldark Classics, and Gilded you know, Age <laughs> Classics. Gilded Age Classics, Season definitely four. some more Gilded Age coverage. So. That will all be happening, but that's that's big news. Maybe uh, you should
0: just do more Belgravia. Just talk about it again. Watch all six episodes. Read the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, read the book. Uh, I have to learn how to read, though. That's that's one it's thing. It's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so much watching TV. Uh, so we're here today to discuss the
1: full season of Belgravia. Mm-hmm. If this is your first time here, we're going to break down our power rankings, but something's telling me Belgravia is not what drew people to this podcast. So... Brief breakdown. We're going to talk about the show. We're going to talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. And then we're going to go through those power ranking numbers that we did at the end of every episode, assign up some value and say who had the best season, who had the worst season.
0: And and then we can just discuss season two a little bit because I read the plot synopsis and I'm I'm going to be curious to see what you think of it, Dave.
1: Okay. so uh, usually when we do these breakdowns, we're dealing with seasons three, four, five, six of some of these shows we have sometimes in the like high double digits, low triple digits, like some show like Downton Abbey of the Crown. Mm-hmm. Season one of a very self-contained show, I feel like we can even just jump right into these power rankings. Well, let's take one step back. One step back.
0: When we started watching the show, Dave, you you received a comment that was from someone saying, oh, dear, have fun with that. Something along those lines, correct? Yes.
1: Yeah, so, you know, we since, since we have not been all that active on uh, X, <laughs> <Twitter>. I can Twitter, <laughs> yeah. I can pull up the tweet pretty quickly.
0: And, uh-huh. Uh
1: huh. It might be, <laughs> it might be our last at message. Uh, no, it's something about Barrow's glove. Depressing, but maybe worth it. From Mike, Mike Drew. Okay, uh, a good, nice fan on on so the, Twitter. Two parts. There
0: was the show depressing, Dave. Starts depressing, doesn't end depressing. Sure. Uh, that, was it worth it? Yeah, I think,
1: I think, well, I mean, what was there? the other option was Dr. Thorne, which was eight episodes, I believe, yeah. right? So I think knowing what we know now, I think it might have been a little bit more. No, work. no, Dr. Thorne. Dr. Thorne was four? four. episodes. Oh, so we could even do Dr. Thorne. Well, we'll uh, give that some time. Well, at some point. But yes, uh, do I think it was worth it? Yes, it was absolutely worth it. And Good yeah, way to spend the
0: summer. I think actually having the expectation set by this person that it would be depressing <laughs> made us pleasantly surprised that it wasn't quite as depressing as we thought it'd be.
1: Yeah, and I'm, you know... If Mike Drew is listening, I really hope, I hope you are, yeah. um, that we're giving so much credence to your message. It was it was definitely a nice a tempering of expectations because I think for the uninitiated, uh, rather the sort of casual Julian fans, which I think we started this show as, mm-hmm. Downton obviously comes with a heavy hand of this is it. Gosford Park is, you know, this is the thing. And then Gilded Age kind of fell right into our laps as, like, this is the new hotness. So, English Game, Belgravia, Dr. Thorne, all these other Julian productions are, what would you say, a little less uh, revered. So, sure. I was kind of like, this will be what it is going to be.
0: Yeah. So, and it was that. It, it was that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think, you know, the way the season took shape caught me off guard a little bit because we're used to the episodic way of down abbey like this is this week in the house and what's going on while you know some stories continue throughout the season Mm -hmm. here it was just one shot going all the way through
1: which i think the crown has kind of prepared us for that
0: yeah a little bit but like to your point like the season started out depressing just on the the story of susan uh trenchard and her what happened sophia sophia i'm sorry sophia and how that took place like the season picks up momentum as it moves along, so you mm-hmm. don't, aren't even thinking about like the feelings of things so much as just the plot mechanics and what <laughs> how they're going to reveal the true nature of Charles Pope and all that will take shape. Yeah, swept up in that, and definitely,
1: what's the word I'm looking for? This is this does feel like an adaptation more than it does an intentional television show, mm-hmm. because picks up one character, puts down another character, you know, and Trenchard who's our, our sort of character in episode two and some in episode one, then goes like three, four, five without really doing anything of consequence. Yeah. So that is, a, you know, I think it's something like Downton Abbey. You wouldn't just have the Dowager have the A-plot that's the backbone of the show, and then she's mm-hmm. gone for three episodes, effectively.
0: Yeah. I, I think to that point, the show actually works better as a binge watch. And I know people binge watch Downton and stuff like that, But those are ones where you can take your time away from the episode, kind of sit with it, you know, think about the fun moments. Uh, Here it's like, I need to see what happens next with them revealing this mystery. It's so
1: short. I think it's intended to be... A little bit of one shot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's Julian. Well, do we know when he wrote the book?
0: 2016 is when it came out. And then the show is 2020? Yeah. He saw the money signs as soon as he wrote the book. Like, oh, hey, this could be adapted pretty quickly in short order. So, yeah. So I, I feel like this is a... This is all planned. Oh, this is him cashing checks. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, this is absolutely him in cash checking mode for some of it. Yeah,
0: but it's still entertaining. And yeah, I, I think it was worth our while watching this.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got no no reason to complain about having watched it. So,
0: and as you, so as you're saying, we could del- dive a little bit deeper into the threads of this show by maybe breaking down the characters in our rankings. Yeah,
1: so we have a grand total of. 19 characters in our power rankings. So that's a pretty small pool, even for a a six-episode show. Yeah. Because sometimes... Well, shows like The Crown are throwing like brand-new characters (laughs) who win the episode. Person of the week. Um, We can just jump into who had the worst season. Okay. And I think that'll tie into who had the best season. All right. Um, So for those that might not know, we tabulate... Points based upon how we do our power rankings at the end of every episode, add them up, add mine up, add Corey's up, and then we see who fares the best and who fares the worst. So it seems like there's a three way tie mm-hmm. for third place with negative five votes. That means they've, over the course of the episodes, they've gotten negative votes from us. Do you want to guess who this three way tie might be?
0: Um,. I was a little bit surprised how negative I had Sophia, so I'm going to guess Sophia may be one of them. That's one of them. Bingo. Sophia Trenchard. Uh Someone who didn't take too many L's. Uh, maybe someone like Turton? Nope. For One of the downstairs the, help? No. Uh, no.
1: You're, it's very, you're very close with Sophia. It's Edmund, her oh, baby 11. daddy.
0: Okay. Uh, what about the reverend? Not yet. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll I'll t- I'll just say, it's Oliver.
1: Wow. So we have two characters <laughs> that kind of come in and immediately die and lose. Yeah. And then Oliver, who spends much of the season walking around with his, you know.
0: I, I think I-, I was a little bit charitable to him uh, in the last episode, which maybe saved a little bit of his bacon uh, in the rankings here. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's-
0: but I'll- Oliver,
1: let's talk about his season mm-hmm. in-, in as effective way as we can. He's a... Uh, He's kind of a bum for most of the show, and then he gets motivated by Pope's ascension, and then he exists, you know? I think
0: it's kind of clever the way they introduce him to the show, where Oliver starts out as the afterthought that he is. Like, Mm -hmm. he's barely there. It's like, wait, this is the son of James and Susan who we've been following? Or Anne Trenchard, right? Yeah, Anne. Yeah, 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 Susan uh, is James' wife. Right. Oh, right, because then who's Anne? Anne Anne is our lead. Oh, and Trenchard, right? Yes. Susan, oh, Susan is Oliver's Susan's wife. Oliver's correct, wife. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, so, yeah, he's an afterthought even to her. Yeah, so, so his role grows as he becomes more and more frustrated and you get to understand, oh, this is why he's a loser. Yeah. <laughs> um, just proving it time and again. Yeah, he's angry at his lot in life, justifiably
1: it, in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah. And by the end of the season, it's like, oh, okay. He's exactly where he should be. Yeah. Sucks to be him. That's, yeah, that's it. That's all. There's really nothing else. Yeah. But it, there say. is something funny about seeing a person just stew like, oh, I want to be taken more seriously. <laughs> and then he does nothing to really earn nothing.
1: that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, Oliver is he's fine. Like, he's not my guy. But
0: it's Oliver and company. There's the two others that are that, down there with Yeah,
1: him. his sister and his brother in law, as we
0: find out in the last
1: episode, legally, his brother in
0: law. So. I mentioned it last week, but I went back and watched the first uh, episode. Yeah. And you can see a little more clearly there. It is from uh, Sophia's point of view that she sees him riding off to war, uh, cackling with his buddy. Uh Uh-huh. So it's just, I'm trying to understand what was Sophia's situation in terms of how she felt about the relationship that she suddenly felt like, oh, he was fooling me. Uh, You know, he was pulling, pulling, like, that's a quick jump in assertions to make. Just seeing him cackle with his buddy, who happens to be the same guy who married you. I get how there's like a, uh-huh. you know, like... Preachers can go fight in wars, too. Yeah, there's there's a leap in assumptions there where it's like, do you not trust this man enough to believe mm-hmm. him after all that you've been through already? And also, like,
1: Anne, I know that like they're still, the trenchers are still on their way up in society, but Anne sees this all happen... And then just carries on with her life without even trying to find this Bouvier ever. Yeah, like, wouldn't she just do the work to like try to, you know? She goes with Aunt, um Sophia. Sophia passes away after she gives birth. Then Anne just spends the rest of her life assuming that this Bouvier. You know, like
0: she's never curious about sort of cracking the mystery. She just implicitly trusts her daughter, which I understand. It's your daughter, but at the same time. I mean, wouldn't you want to look up the legal documents to see, like, huh? Yeah, let's see
1: that <laughs> that forged doc, And we see that uh, yeah. the maid has the document, right? That's when she comes and visits in the last episode that there's, like, the letters from Sophia. Like, there's, I feel like this is probably Julian. If Julian is in his bag towards the end of the season with the reveals and stuff, this sort of sequences him sort of aimlessly trying to just fill time.
0: No, it's like, it's literally like the definition of like an idiot's plot where all someone has to do is just say one thing and then all of this would have been avoided uh-huh. if that one thing was said. And no, and usually it's a, yeah, it is like a matter of circumstance, but even then the circumstances don't really hold water as to why this is all just her believing her daughter and not interrogating it any more than she should have.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: That's that. Come on now. I understand she lost her daughter. You also had 20 something years to grief. And
1: I will also say this just out of, uh, because we're kind of going off on Anne right now. Yeah. She falls somewhere in the gray area of not high and not low because she doesn't do anything for for the entire middle of the show. Yeah. So like she's brought in as our sort of Mr. Bates, um Marion, hey. the sort of character, like, here's your person that's gonna be walking with you on this journey. Mm. And then she just like quickly gets shoved to the side. The whole second episode is yeah. her, her her getting invited to the Brockenhurst party, her Coming to terms with the fact that like who Lady Brockenhurst is to her and the mystery of Charles Pope starts coming because of
0: her. I feel like she's close to a Cora type, and that and it's just in how Julian writes it. Where, yeah, so Ju- Julian
1: treats her in the narrative as a surrogate,
0: but she's really not. Right, right. Because Cora is like the American too. She's like for the outsider mm-hmm. in a little bit uh and Anne here is just you know she's supposed to be like relatable just a mom trying to do right by her daughter and stuff
1: yeah seems almost like spiteful of the fact that she's moving up in society like she doesn't want she doesn't really care yeah but her husband cares
0: yeah uh but she yeah she just gets steamrolled by by other characters in the yeah, show Yeah, more dynamic characters more you know i think but it's also performed kind of, well but it's also kind of plot related too mm-hmm. it's like well if she's not going to do anything after 20 years we have to have someone else as the motivator. So it just it's, kind of falls yeah. that way. Yeah. It's a function
1: of the plot. We have Lady Brockenhurst do that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move up the power rankings. Second second worst season, negative s- seven negative seven
0: points. It's got to be the Reverend.
1: No, it's not the Reverend. John Belassus? It's John Belassus.
0: It's the son of Reverend. I mean, the last two episodes are a pretty rough stretch for him.
1: Yeah. It looks like he sort of skips the first few, kind well, of he's establishing not even in the first himself. episode. Yeah, he's not- <laughs> And then he comes in and then it's just like, he he has that really good episode in episode three, right? Where he like, he's hooking up with Susan. Yeah. And he's still engaged to Mariah. He's connecting dots, trying to
0: put things together to figure out what's Charles Pope's deal. And
1: then just five and six specifically, he just gets clobbered.
0: Because he's, he's climbing up the wrong tree. He shook yeah. the wrong tree down. It's bad. Yeah. But again, for a guy not on the poster, he makes a strong impression. And... Drives the plot forward in a lot of ways for the the downstairs help making them uh-huh. in, more interesting uh, by as a result, and then just forcing the hand of the Brockenhurst and transfers to reveal Charles Pope's you know background.
1: Yeah, is, I think there's no like he's he's our villain here. You know? But
0: he's he's got some charisma because he's very full of himself and he. he but it's not in a yeah, way that's like yeah. over the top. It's like this guy is just really just feeling himself. And it's, yeah, because
1: he thinks. He, he he has this assumption, this chip on his shoulder, that he is going to be the next Earl of belasis or, or yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, I believe it's the fray, the the title.
0: Which is partially why I think the last episode works so well is because he's a guy who deserves to be taken down a peg, in part because of the performance of the actor there, mm-hmm. just like coming across as like I'm fooling myself. Nah 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 nah. <laughs> You're getting checked, bro. Yeah there he goes
1: and i feel like john like we can sit here and talk all day about john but i feel like he's so dynamic in all of his episodes that we've talked plenty about john bolasas yeah so johnny negative 10 points worst season who do we think it's gotta what be the you, reverend it's the reverend it's Stephen bolasas <laughs> reverend
0: bolasas what a cursed family oh yeah what like a, a bad man These are people who could have it all. All they gotta do is just sit there and be pretty. Like John's gonna be married, get a lot of money. Reverend Steamblasses, he's got a rich family, Mm -hmm. instead he has to gamble it all away.
1: Yeah, and he's a preacher, so like he's not working hard. He's not grinding. He can just take his little preacher's pension or whatever you want to call it, and then get a little extra from his brother Mm -hmm. and be totally fine. But he pisses it all away. Quite literally,
0: <laughs> and We see literally within the season Like two or three times Where his brother comes through to give, give him money And he's already concocting schemes To invest it in gambling again And just get that one hand Yeah, all I need is one more hit He's an addict Which is crazy How, how expensive do you think some of these hands are that he's in?
1: Well, he's owing like 2,500 pounds or something like that And he keeps getting bailed out Yeah Probably He's probably playing like
0: 1,000 pound games You think? You think he's actually like maybe in like... Is he he a a dollar pound? It's like really low bets. He just stays there all day and bleeds out money. Well, maybe he's that kind of guy that like he just shows up every week and he's like,
1: yeah, here, stake me. And they're like, we're going to stake him until we can basically kill him for the money. Yeah. Because we know his family. Like the guy, the the lender who won't lend, Mm -hmm. do you think it's just at the point where like, we know people could just kill you if they want for this.
0: So easy. Everyone knows who you are. Yeah, and everyone
1: knows your your brother's going to pay up. But if your brother's really not paying up anymore, well,
0: what are you? What are you? Who? Yeah, you, you nothing. The, the to peak. Us. One of the peak moments of the season is when he's given his his sermon about <laughs> gambling that he has to read that the other oh, preacher yeah, the prepared for. Wealth. Him. The money. And then John Wilkins uh, John Wilkinson is just a uh, J- Tom Tom Wilkinson is just yucking it up in the back, just watching <laughs> 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 his brother just flail up there at a speech that's so on point. Yep. about mm-hmm. his gambling habit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Reverend Stephen. And, and you know, like he he treats his wife so poorly. Like we don't see mm-hmm. him caring about anything in his life but maintaining this sort of wacky gambling it, world.
0: It is vintage Julian to have like a very broad character in there that just kind of mucks things up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's kind of there's a he's a little bit of comic relief. Like he gets punched in the yeah. face and everything. Yeah. He's, and he's a reverend. He's just getting
1: knocked around. He's a poor yeah. guy. Mm. That poor guy. Well, yeah, well, literally a poor guy. He doesn't have much yeah, that's money. That's true. So on the upside, it's a little bit more simple. There's no ties. We can talk about our high-performing, third-best season. Mm-hmm. Positive eight. Who do you think it
0: is? Uh, Mariah got some Ws. That's Mariah. In there. Okay. That's uh, really? first, yep. You got it on your first try. Well, Mariah Gray just has a winning personality. Yeah. Which I think in a successful relationship, one person has to have that. Yeah. Because Charles Pope does not yeah <laughs> and I don't think he's on the, up, the upside of our rankings, Dave. I'm going to make an assumption right now. Okay. Uh, if he is, well then that's on you. That's on you.
1: Well yeah, we'll talk about that when we get there.
0: <laughs> we'll see. but but yeah, she's defiant towards her mother. Uh, mm-hmm. Very classic, you know, character of just like, I'm going to live the life that I want and be happy, no matter what the consequences are of being in a one-sided marriage or anything like that.:
1: Yeah, I don't care about what you want me to do. And I'm gonna fight against it.
0: Limited screen time, but she does a lot with it.
1: Yeah, and when we see like she she finds these allies in very important places with with um, Lady Brockenhurst, with Anne, with with Pope. Yep. that her mom who uh, what's her mom's name? The
0: and, uh, Lady so, Templemore, so, like, who yeah.
1: wound up with negative one point. Surprise. Um, uh-huh. She She's dynamic, you know, and she's pretty. She's easy to look. She's our eye candy this,
0: this show. Well, it's Susan to be the same.
1: I think Susan's a little, little rougher around, rough around the edges. Really? Yeah. I think Susan's pretty, but <laughs> I think you? the character oh. Is, is... Oh, you, so her is, personality. Yeah. yeah, her personality does not match her looks. Whereas I think Mariah is mm. very pretty and very sweet and very like fun to be
0: around. Same time. Good
1: you, good hang. Mariah's probably a good hang. Susan, bad hang.
0: Same time I feel like Susan's got a little bit of, of spunk to her towards her. Well, I mean, we know that she
1: she goes for she goes for what she wants. She's a little yeah. nefarious when she wants to be.
0: Whereas Mariah is like, oh, the Indian trade, I'm fascinated. It's like, I don't know if that's my yeah. kind of girl. Yeah, <laughs> I maybe I guess if,
1: <laughs> if Susan liked you, she might be a good hang. But if she doesn't <laughs> like you, like her mother-in-law, her husband yeah, most of the people that she's around, then she seems like a bad hang.
0: I think Susan is dragged down by her family just a little bit in terms of her her fun.
1: Yeah, because she's also rich. Like we know that this girl can party. She yeah, had, but she's got it, it. Well, even her man John Velasquez doesn't seem to like being around Susan, who by the way does not touch our rankings. She's at negative one for the season. Which okay, is not a bad landing for Susan. Yeah, so moving up positive nine, one up from Mariah Gray. Who do you think
0: was well, Charles Pope? It's Charles Pope. Well. He's a loser. I don't care what you can say. You can have him at the top and everything. He's barely in the show. It's by function of plot that he's here. Well, he is the show. He is the plot. It should be the Charles Pope show. The, this is the the fatal flaw of the show. If you have to draw one criticism, you have a black hole of charisma in the character. of. He's your Marion, like in the Gilded Age. Which one's Marion?
1: Marion is Meryl Streep's daughter. She just like oh, a, yeah, bad, bad performance. I forgot about that for
0: Gilded Age. We'll get back to that. Uh, but this actor who played, I mean, they're, they're front and center in the poster, Charles and Maria, uh, and who plays Charles Pope? It's Jack Bardo. The man has not acted in much. You know, he said this before he's, you know, done a little bit of stage and maybe that's his, his racket, but he only has like five credits on IMDb to his name. Mm -hmm. And his most recent one is for a video game. Xenoblade Chronicles (laughs) three. Great. Uh, Yeah. There's just nothing going on with this guy. Yeah, it sounds like it's just total zero. He's not even the lead character in this game. I don't even know. <laughs> Xenoblade? Chronicles <laughs> 3. That game's like 80 hours from what I heard. So it's a lot of game. It's a lot of game, and he's not even the main game, maybe. All
1: right. All right. Last well, number two. I think Charles Pope gets a lot of attention in this show. Yeah. So let's not give him any more. Number one,
0: positive 12 points. Who do you think we got? James Trenchard was my number one, I think. James Trenchard has positive four. Wow. So he's not up there. He's not number one. Oh, then it's got to be. Well, he does a good showing, though. He fights. He has to make his name look good. Mm-hmm. Gets he's, a, his, he's the magic man in episode one, only uh, yeah. to drop that gimmick immediately. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, they don't reference him as that at all later yeah. on. What? That's the so magician, strange. right? The magician, yeah. Uh, he talks a lot about the Isle of Dogs. But yep. he,
1: he, gets, he gets things done. He does get things done. Um, But But, he also has a kind of middle of where, you know, for every good thing that he does, he's also hiding the fact that he's been bankrolling Charles Pope from his wife. He just hovers in the background as his his son is a screw up. Like, Mm -hmm. he seems to be juggling with a lot of good and bad. So he is not number one, unfortunately.
0: Okay. Well, then it's got to be Lady Brockenhurst.
1: It's Lady Brockenhurst. 12 points. Defiant victory. Yeah. She just comes in and is like, bang, bang,
0: bang. I am the champ. I mean, she's pushing forward the whole thing of saying, like, Charles Pope is our grandson. Everyone needs to know this. And she's like, look, I can give him
1: everything in the world, but y'all got to say, just like, you got to leave him in the dust. And, mm-hmm. and, and we have the trenchards that are like, we're going to have to leave our, our, our little boy in the dust. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty emboldening things that she's doing. She's a strong character. She is like the dowager if the dowager was 10 years younger.
0: Yeah, she's swinging her weight around. Yeah,
1: she can she can walk without the aid of a cane. Well, she can get all the business done, and she can move the social
0: needle in a way that... She's so effective that we have Tom Wilkinson on the show, and he barely goes to work here, because they don't oh, need him. Yeah. They don't need him. I think, like, Julian brought him in. He's like, dude, we got Wilkinson. And it's like, nah, 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 nah. Leave, leave- Leave your, you know, relief pitcher on the bench. We don't need him. I am mean, just fascinated by that deal because the thing is he wrote the book. So he, Wilkinson at least knew going into this he wasn't going to be the biggest character. It's kind of just lending his name to the prestige. But he he has one point. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> That sounds about right. He that's that's Tom Wilkinson. He doesn't do much.
1: But yeah. he's on the poster.
0: Lady Brockenhurst does it all. She does it all. Uh, and kudos to her. She, uh, at first, we were kind of uncertain about her. And I still think she bullies uh, and Trenchard a little bit into saying, like, reveal them. Tell mm-hmm. everyone. It's yeah. like, you're going to sacrifice the reputation of my daughter. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're more important than you. Because uh, that party that they have it ends with her just like, oh, you deliberately did this. And she's like, yeah, so "Maybe. what are you going to do about it? But that's her that's her power baby that's the Brockenhurst and, and but I don't think she's evil and I don't think she's <clears> entitled I think if things were I think regardless of how this show unfolded she probably still would have revealed him to be related to her oh, yeah everyone was already asking questions so it didn't matter and, and it's almost like she's lucky that things were uh, square because otherwise all of a sudden it's just like man Brockenhurst really didn't care mm-hmm. <laughs> and she probably didn't but you know it works out fine for her yeah
1: so those are our power rankings. Um, mm-hmm. Do we have any final thoughts on the show? Where does this fall? So if we have Downton, we have Gilded Age season one. So one season to work with. We have this, and we have English Game, and we don't. You know, we don't speak much about English Game because the star was involved in some controversy, but it exists. <laughs> the show is just fine. So where? If I think Downton is easy number one. Yeah. So I think this is really competing against
0: Gilded Age. Gilded
1: Age. I think Gilded Age is better.
0: Yeah as you can at least see that they're planning for a longer, bigger arc with the characters. Yeah, yeah. Here, you, you definitely see the barrier, the confines of the story that they're telling and how but far they can take it.
1: I would say this might be, you know, like I did enjoy English game a lot in the moment. Yeah. But I don't remember. It doesn't sit with me. So if you've come to me in a year and ask what I think of Belgravia, if, you know, if season two is not out at that point, mm-hmm. that'll be the real determining point. Because I think... I still think about like Monsieur Baldin in Gilded Age oh, yeah. as a as a fellows ism. But mm-hmm. I do think this sort of episode five. Like the re- the slow burn reveal that Lady Brockenhurst is going to tell everybody. And then this the reveal that the child is legit, you know, legitimate and the marriage is legitimate. And watching John Belas sort of unravel in front of us is, is it's satisfying. Payoff. That's the that's the kind of Julian that we don't get. That yeah. Often, so I am here for that. So I'll give. There's payoff for once. I yeah. will <laughs> give. It, I'll give John. I think I'll remember John Balassus. I'll remember Stephen Belassus,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we'll remember Charles Pope for better or for worse.
0: That, that's true. Because the one thing at least about Julian narratively is I feel like he builds and builds stories, and then it all just kind of ends really quickly in a huff. Mm-hmm. Here, there's the intention. Attention of the story is. Clear from the beginning, <laughs> and when we get to the the fall, it's like this is exactly how it's supposed to be going. We didn't like prolong prolong the whole story or anything like that. This uh-huh. is exactly happening as it should. Yeah, write it out. Yeah, it's good.
1: So that's the, I mean, I would give the show a solid B. Yeah,
0: that's a B show. It's fine. It's it's Gun not age is a B plus. Yeah, down is an A.
1: Yeah,
0: English game English game C is a C plus, plus. I would say yeah. yeah. Only well, because it, you know,
1: and I also think of English game. We didn't have that sort of negative ick because of what this the
0: star did. Right. And I think
1: the, that we did like the English game. And there was some, and obviously it had John C. Helmore. So it's got kind of something that talks to us.
0: Yeah. And was the English game? Young Peg from Downton Abbey. Yeah, John he C. Helmore. Yeah, he was playing a big role in that one. So Sweater maker or uniform yeah. maker. Yeah. So, 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 tell, so tell me what the plot of season two is. Well, there's only one returning character from this season. Oh. Guess who it is.
1: Let me look at these. if it takes place in Belgravia
0: mm-hmm. oh boy I'll give you a hint Uh huh. it's three decades after the events of the original show three decades so is it 1871 it picks up is it Mariah no is it Pope no is it Ellis no. no Spear oh is it the baby is John Belasas baby? He's back. He's back. <laughs> wait, jo- John? Wow! <laughs> he couldn't make it into the poster for the first season, but he's back. For the I
1: was literally thinking time. in my head, it can't be John Belasas if the sh- if he's the only one in the show's called Belgravia. Wow.
0: Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm I can't wait for this. Now Julian didn't have any involvement in writing it, um, so it says, but the series will tell a love story centering on. Frederick Trenchard, the, the, the third Lord Trenchard, and his love interest Clara Dunn, who is new to the uh, often abrasive world of London so f- High Society. So Fred Trenchard would be the son of Susan and Oliver. Frederick is unaware that his birth is the product of an affair between his mother, Susan, and the rake, John Balassus. <laughs> Having endured a troubled childhood, Fred- Frederick has been left deeply insecure, which proves to be a challenge in his evolving relationship with Clara. The series also dives into the intriguing, chaotic world of Belgravia. So it's going to so be... So Clara, what's her last name? Dunn.
1: Okay, so, so. it's not... what It would be hysterical if it was like Clara uh, Pope. And
0: yeah, it, yeah. It was like his sister. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be the Dunns and the, the Trenchards. And I I, I like that follow-up of that little thread that like, oh, this child who was, uh, you know, not actually Oliver's. Well, we're going to follow through on that. <laughs> wow. Hey,
1: hey, that's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm here for it. I mean... We'll see how much John Blast is, in, is involved as a character because on IMDb he's listed and they mention him there. But so certain- is
1: Ol- Oliver and Susan not going to be involved?
0: I don't know. All I know is that his he's on listed on IMDb. Well, are if, you, not- if you
1: told me right now that Oliver dies at 60, <laughs> 66, sixty six, I'd say yeah,
0: that tracks. If you told me that Oliver dies the day after the events of the show, I'd be like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I, I can
1: see. Susan that. See, has a little bit more, uh, you know, spirit to her, and I'm sure. Well, she's got to have a child. And Oliver dying must help
0: him. Susan's got at least nine more months to to have that child, right? Yeah.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they explain it. That's interesting.
0: All right. I'm here for it. I'll watch it. Eight episodes, it looks like he's being tagged for. And so Julian, is, is he producing it? Oh, Julian is making money off this. <laughs> Either way, did enough people watch this first season? He's an executive producer. I don't know. I mean, it was a co-production. It aired on Stars and uh, somewhere else in the UK. Uh, listeners, if you know where that is, <laughs> I mean, you know what channels would air over there. Let us know. But big enough, big, okay. or at least there's residuals enough to justify it being made. Or uh, you know, they just saw enough potential in John Belastis that they wanted to turn it into <laughs> a just show. Call, they should just change the name from Belgravia to Belasis. <laughs> <laughs> Belastis is Belgravia.
1: Just, John, Johnny, didn't make him change his name to Johnny Belgravia. Why He's not? back, baby.
0: I, from France. I think that's a genius idea for a story. As soon as I read that, I was like, I'm in. <laughs> that sounds great. Wow.
1: He, John Belasis. All right.
0: Yeah, I'm here for it too. <laughs>
1: yeah. But he does. Oh, no, no. He doesn't know the baby's his. He just doesn't care. Right can't do
0: anything about it yeah wow
1: all right
0: (laughs) sign me up (laughs) let's go and tbd when that's going to be released they announced it i think uh earlier this year so we'll see when so obviously they're not making it now currently with that rider strike who knows if that
1: impacted it and the sag strike
0: it'll get here when it gets here. it'll get yeah i mean we've got plenty to keep us busy yeah but until then well, I think, well, Dave, have you been watching anything else? We can end our Belgravia, Belgravia talk if you're... If you're sure, yeah.
1: Um, I ended my first season of The Bachelorette. I said oh. well, we started watching it, but now it's over. So I, can I will say I've been told that it wasn't the most dynamic season. I liked it. I did enjoy it. It's easy to watch.
0: Did you approve of her eventual um Yeah, I've, I did. I liked, the, okay. I
1: liked the the winner. Um it was. I mean, I love like I love is blind. I like a lot of chaos, and this wasn't mm-hmm. very chaotic. It's very linear. One member of this gender, ten members of this gender, all fighting for the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think you find your guys. You 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 root for your your heels, and you.
0: That's the thing. There's always a chaotic bunch on the show. Oh yeah,
1: and there was a wrestler who's like signed by WWE who's like on the come up. So like now I kind of like this guy in WWE who, okay. who might. Become something might not.
0: All right, well, that's cool.
1: What about you? you been watching anything?
0: What, are you going to watch more Bachelor? Are you? Yeah, okay. I
1: think. Well, I'm definitely. Um, I am excited <laughs> for Golden <laughs> okay. Bachelor.
0: Oh, oh yeah, my mom <clears> is <throat> interested in that too. I may, I may give it a shot. Yeah, he's.
1: I think he's in his seventies. Yeah, he's very 70s.
0: excited. Yeah, he's a seventy uh, uh, widow.
1: Yeah. And I'll, I think yeah. the fact that I know who the next Bachelor is because he's on this past season mm. is uh, well, motivation enough. Yeah, <laughs> that's how they get you. But he's not. He wasn't the most. He wasn't my favorite. So. Okay. Well, what, what have you been watching in this time?
0: Oh, uh, well, I finished Bear Call Saul finally after mm-hmm. months and months. Great final season. Uh, I, I I still think the show it peaks a little bit actually with the Salamancas, as kind of Breaking Bad does. Mm-hmm. But good. And I'm I'm glad to be over with that because it's just. An hour every week. Because the way I watch my shows now, I just have a programming each night. One night's Better Call Saul. One night's Attorney Wu. And now I've had this block of like lawyer shows. Uh-huh. Even though they're very lawyer adjacent. Although Attorney Wu is pretty lawyery, I just need a break from, from, from so the much From law. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Cool. And it's great. Yeah, recommend that. And uh, other than that, nothing too much. Yeah. Just get ready for football, man.
1: Oh, yeah. You got some fantasy drafts. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, with that being said, next week we will be back to talk about this pontificate, about this one minute teaser of the Gilded Age. Um, In the meanwhile, on Patreon, we are writing Downton Abbey fan fiction. I don't know if we've said that overtly on the main feed, but Mm -hmm. we are in the thick of, uh, we've drafted rosters similarly to fantasy football of Downton characters, and we are writing stories about them. So that will be airing in the next several weeks. We're going to do we have our draft that's already up. So if you want to hear who's playing with who, that's there. Right. We're going to do an episode of my fan fiction, an episode of Corey's fan fiction, and then another episode of us discussing, sort of reviewing, uh, constructively criticizing. Because both of us were active, creative writers at one point in our lives. And I think that, you know, we're shaking off the rust. And then if people like it, maybe we'll do round two. We'll see. We'll do some see. It's like it ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah.
0: But that's that. Corey, you want to hit him with the rest of the plugs? You know where to find us. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, X, thelordsofgrantham at gmail.com. We have a Podbean website with all our episodes. Wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. Leave us a five-star rating review if you so choose. Also sign up for a Patreon if you can. And we will catch you next time on the pod. Hey.